Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Overconfidence in your financial life can sometimes lead to absolute destruction. Let's examine a few examples. Uh, a lot of people have overconfidence in the stock market or their ability to manage it in their portfolio. And I know you can certainly help and give them a little peace of mind when that is concerned. Right, because I would argue that the, you wouldn't be able to be in a position to retire if it weren't for the stock market. And so you have to appreciate um, the vehicle that got you to this point where now you can transition to retirement from the uh, working and accumulation phase of your life. However, you need to understand that when you take money, when you need to generate income, having markets that go down can cause a lot of issues, right? Called reverse dollar cost averaging. Now, if you have an extremely large portfolio, you can weather any kind of uh, fluctuations like this because you don't need all of it, right? You have like in my book, I wrote about T. Boone Pickens, the oil billionaire. And at the height of the market in 2007, he was worth $4 billion. And at the market bottom in 2009, he was worth $1 billion. So he lost $3 billion, 75% of his wealth. Wow. And was interviewed on CNBC. He said, I'm fine. I still got a billion dollars. I can still eat. I can still do anything I want to do. I can wait for those things to come back. So when you get to a certain level, it, it doesn't make, you know, it doesn't hurt you as much. But for most folks that are served by what we do, you know, you got a million, two million dollars, something like that, you lose, you know, 20% of that. That hurts, especially if you need to generate income. So just understanding you're always probably going to have money in stocks. We're big fans of the stock market, but not for everything, because you need to have that growth to combat inflation, to have future income for whatever you might need. Maybe it's health care. Maybe it's leaving a legacy, things like that. And it's really the, the things that are giving you the most growth of all the asset classes that are out there. So, But managing it is going to be you know a little bit more critical in retirement because now you're taking this money out to spend down and enjoy. And so that gets problematic when you have it all in the stock market. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, important to remember that the accumulation phase, maybe you've been doing a great job over the years of uh, investing and saving money and everything else, accumulating assets. It's a lot different uh, in the distribution phase when you have to start taking that money out and you have permanent unemployment on your hands. So right. that's something that Eric can help you with. A lot of people have overconfidence in a certain amount of money. For example, we've heard so many times, once I get to a million dollars, I can retire. Well, maybe, maybe not. Right. It, maybe a million dollars is enough. Maybe it's not. Maybe you need two. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's a goal. People like uh, that that term. I'm a millionaire is always you know a nice term to have. And I, the case in point, I did have a gentleman that that's was his thing. He just didn't want to retire until his 401k was over a million dollars. Because it had been there one time, and then the market went down. He was waiting for it to get back up before he was going to retire. 
Unfortunately, this is not a happy end to the story. Uh, it did reach a million dollars. He did pull the trigger to retire um, and died with, I think, within three months mm-hmm. of retirement. So no one knew that, you know, didn't know that was going to happen. And so moral to the story is, you know, if you can't afford it to retire, you know, the sooner you can start enjoying some of these things that you work so hard for. You know, the goal wouldn't be uh, to get to a million dollars. The goal should be, hey, I want to be able to now do the stuff I really wanted to do. You know, again, you want to retire to something, not just from something. But, you know, I want to spend more time, you know, doing the fun stuff, whether that's a hobby of golf or traveling or all these types of things, not just, oh, I need this amount of money. So find out what return you need to earn, make your plan work, how much money you need to make your plan work. And then that should be the goal when I get to that, then I can pull the trigger as opposed to just an arbitrary number like a million dollars. A lot of people out there listening to the show today may be overconfident in certain rules of thumb that we've all heard over the years. Uh, For example, I can withdraw 4% of my savings each year and I'll be fine. Uh, Some of these rules of thumb are totally outdated. Yeah, that one uh, in particular, because that was written or uh, first established by a a financial advisor named William Bengen, um, and that was during the 90s. And so what they were looking at was a portfolio of about 60% stocks, 30% bonds, and 10% cash. And the reason he came up with it is that, you know, we're having these big returns in the 90s, and his clients were coming and saying, I want to take out 10%. He's like, you can't do that. You might run out of money. He's like, I made 15. I'm taking 10. I'm still leaving five behind. He's like, it doesn't always go up. So it's he did Monte Carlo simulation, which is a fancy word for just running through lots of iterations about you know, returns. And that's when he found the 60-30-10 blend, taking 4%, gave a high probability of it lasting 30 years in retirement. High probability, not 100%. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and that's with inflation factoring of 3%. So the thing is, most people I know want retirement as long as they're alive. They don't want a high probability because also some probability that you might not make it, right? Yeah. So when they did an evaluation of that same rule of thumb using today's returns, actually a couple of years ago because interest rates were pretty low, that rate dropped from uh, 4% down to 2.8. Big difference. Big difference, yes. Yeah. So, you know – Having a plan in place um, is going to help that. It's going to point to those numbers, what return you'd earn to make your plan work. But really, the key is taking money that you need for income to come from safer, smarter places, or maybe even places that could guarantee it for the rest of your life and take away that longevity risk. There's a whole slew of things that can do that. So again, going through a retirement register review would be very helpful to address that issue about the 4% withdrawal rate. You're listening to Retirement Ready with Eric Peterson, 515-226-1500, 515-226-1500. That's how you can get in touch. We're talking about overconfidence, and this may not be the case with uh, 99% of your clients, Eric, because you do a really good job of explaining these things, but a lot of folks have overconfidence in their own understanding of how certain products work. And again, that's something you work hard to make sure that people understand these things. Yeah, and I'd say that comes with the overconfidence of coming understanding about um, a product called a variable annuity. Oh, yeah. Um, they're very complicated investments, but what people hear is they hear the the uh, the positives when someone's, you know, when you go to buy anything, um, a salesman's going to talk about the benefits of it, right? Yeah. The whiz-bang features of this. They never tell you about some of the negatives that can occur. And that's a big one with variable annuity. So people say, well, I'm getting the stock market plus 7% or 
you know, it's guaranteed to do this. And what they don't understand is that any of the type of the guarantees that a variable annuity has usually revolve around either income or death benefits, never about your value because it's a variable product, which means it's invested in things that are in the stock market. They're, they're called separate accounts, but they look and smell and <laughs> like mutual funds. I guess they don't really smell because you don't have scratch and sniff <laughs> on your statements, but they look like a mutual fund. All right. So it's in the market. It's got stocks and bonds and all kinds of things in it. So those are moving up and down, right? What the guarantee that they hear, what the person that sold it to them told them, oh, it's either that or this rate of return, like a five, six, seven percent. Some of them one time are eight percent guarantee. Well, it's only a guarantee on a value that you can take an income from, not a value you get. And that's the big disconnect. People think I get that value, that eight percent or seven percent roll up value. No, it's just for an income that you get to take out of this account. And if you deplete it, then they will continue to pay you, but it takes a long time. And then they don't understand the fees that they're paying inside of those things. You know, um, I've seen fees range up to around three and a half, close to four percent inside a variable annuity. So, if you think about investing, you have your you have your fee to invest, right? In a mutual fund, let's say it's one percent, and then they're adding on another two and a half to three percent on top of that. It's like taking a a racehorse and instead of putting a normal sized jockey on it, you're putting the offensive tackle of the Iowa Hawkeyes. <laughs> on there, you know, big 300 pound guy. And you're racing somebody that's got a 98 pound guy on it. Yeah. Chances are the horse with the smaller jockey's going to win, right? So less, so less drag coefficient, so to speak. So that's what you have to understand how they work. Now, if they, if you understand how they work and it fits in your plan, great. But most of them that I've seen, people are overconfident what they're supposed to do. And when we show them, typically they, they end up not liking that so much. Eric, let me ask you a question here. If it waddles like a duck and it quacks like a duck and smells like a duck, is it a duck? It should be, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we would call that a duck, but today, who knows, it might just be an aquatic bird or something, other esoteric labeling of it. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's talk about the overconfidence in your own decision-making process. There's a lot of people out there, a lot of smart people listening to this show, of course, and they may think, hey, I'm a really logical person. I make sound decisions. And sometimes, from the standpoint of an experienced financial professional like yourself, that may not be the case. It might not be because we do make um, irrational, illogical decisions sometimes. We make yeah. them based on a uh, feeling, right, on the emotions, those types of things. And everyone is everyone is subject to that. You may be as logical as you can, unless you're like Dr. Spock, you know, who makes no emotional decisions. <laughs> it's really hard, especially in retirement, because the numbers really, the dollars, you start to equate that to lifestyle. You know, when you see the stock market drop 10%, let's say, in a month, and you have a million-dollar portfolio, well, that's that's $100,000 that's just evaporated. That's hard to hard to stomach, right? That's a lot of lifestyle. So you're going to make some emotional decisions. That's why you really want a plan that allows you to make these decisions based on facts and logic and keep the emotions out of it. But you need to have a plan in place in order to do that. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a plan and need a plan, Give us a call. That's what the Retirement Readiness Review is for. Come in, uh, sit down. We're going to show you the capacity, attitude, and need. We're going to take you through where your income is going to come from, what your taxes might be, the risks that you have, and then see if we're a fit to help uh, fix any of the issues that you have. So give us a call, 515-226-1500. 
You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.